0: Thank you for tuning in once again to Holy Nuggets, the only nuggets that truly lighten your load. I'm your host, Zach Wright, and I'm excited to be with you once again. I want to take uh, kind of a form of last podcast that I was with you on, but go a different direction here today. I welcome you once again. I'm so glad that you've tuned in. You've chosen to listen. Uh, Thank you to our faithful supporters. Those that have begun to tune in again or have awaited these podcasts, I took about a six-month break uh, between the last one I recorded and the one before that. Uh, So I'm excited that folks are getting back on and that they're listening. And I pray that this is just a blessing to you, something that helps you, encourages you, revives you, and that it's truly a nugget of information that can help you in life. Uh, I just want my life or the things that I share with you to be a blessing. Um, I want, if I've got to experience it and I can share it with you and it can help you through a situation, I pray that it does so. But today, I wanted to start before I get into the full study. I wanted to start out with a couple of my favorite quotes uh, by Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, and today, honoring him, uh, I actually had it off of work today, my secular job. Uh, grateful for that Uh, we showed the kids uh, some history some documentation on who he was what he did what he stood for and the amazing things that were accomplished by this man uh, that was very uh, noble very amazing uh, thing that he accomplished and everything that he did and everything that he stood for for civil rights and I'll make these two quotes quick Uh, but the first one is in the end We will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Let me say that one more time. In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. The second quote that I picked out that I really like uh, by him, I really enjoy reading it, is that faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Say that one more time. Faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Boy, we could, we could do a whole podcast on both those subjects and both of those quotes, but we're not going to do that uh, right now. Uh, maybe we'll cover something like that in another podcast. But uh, tonight or today, whenever you've chosen to listen to this recording, Uh, I pray uh, that this blesses you, but I want to talk about this subject, and I'll just be a few minutes tonight, is the echoes of the past. The echoes of the past. Believe it or not, uh, whether or not you've lived for God your entire life, uh, whether you found salvation later and lived in the world for years, whatever the case may be, we all, believe it or not, have a past. Uh, What do I mean by that? We all have mistakes that we've made, things that have transpired, things that have taken place, things that have happened. We've got regrets. We've got things we wish we could go back and change, things that we wish we could do differently. There's just a whole lot of scenarios involved with our past. But uh, tonight I wanted to talk about the echoes of the past, the echoes of the past. Uh, We've all got those few things. We've all got situations that just kind of haunt us or or taunt us a bit in our minds and our hearts at times. uh, They try to rear their ugly heads. Uh, That is uh, Satan's duty or his job, he thinks anyways, uh, (laughs) I think, to antagonize us with our past, to remind us of our past. Uh, He enjoys very much doing that, uh, reminding us of who we were. Uh, I heard a quote, it's been quite some time ago, but uh, attacking me for my past is like coming to rob my old house that I moved out of. I just don't live there anymore. Uh, So uh, an ironic aspect about the fact that Satan and his demonic forces attempt to attack us with our past or in our past or uh, bring it back up to our remembrance or our mind uh, it's, it's really funny because he's not really attacking us where we are actively. He's attacking us with our past because he knows that if he can keep our eyes focused on the past, we won't see a path forward. Uh, that's something that uh, in my own life I can say uh, I've had to refocus, if you will, or take a look differently at things because oftentimes uh, there are things, decisions made, moves made, uh, things that have taken place. I mean, you can name any uh, culmination of things that have taken place in the past that I wished I could change, I could take back, do differently, whatever the case may be. And I know those of you listening, you're you're thinking of some things right now in your mind, in your heart, uh, where you're in the same scenario in some way or another. So Satan's main goal and tactic is to use those things against us in an effort to distract us long enough where he can either trip us up, where he can distract us long enough to where we miss what God has for us in this current moment or moving forward. Whatever the case may be, Satan's effort is for the echoes of our past to be louder than the voice of our present or our future situation. Let me say that again. Satan's effort is for the echoes of our past to grow louder in our lives, in our ears, in our mind, in our heart, for it to grow louder than the voice of our present and the voice of our future. He knows that if he can keep us caught up in those things, that he can really get us tripped up pretty good. He realizes what's coming for him. You see, it's funny because, uh, and, and I have to, Preface this by saying not a ha ha funny, but a sad funny uh, in the sense that Satan likes to attack your past because all he has is a past. all he has is the glory of yesterday. You see, he was the covering cherub, he was the one that felt the glow of the Almighty on his back as he stood in front of or around or surrounding if you will. Of the presence of the Almighty, he was the chief musician. He was uh, uh, one of the the main people, or not not people, but angel that that God counted on, and and he reminisces. I. I uh, think in my own mind anyways you'll have to go with me just for a moment in my own mind but I tend to think that way on my own that uh, he reminisces in the past because the past is all he has he's doomed in his future and he really doesn't have much of a present other than the torment of knowing what is to come now you and I we can look forward to our present and our future because our past is what is erased Our past is what has been forgiven. Our past is what is put under the blood through our repentance and our baptism by water immersion in Jesus' name. That's what that accomplishes is it wipes away all of our past. It takes it all away. It erases every bit of it. It remits it as if it never even existed before. So isn't it ironic that Satan attempts to remind us constantly and berate us with our past. He's caught in the past while our effort is to be in the present and move towards the future. I want to read for you 2 Corinthians. This is chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. It says this, And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations. So many revelations, an abundance of revelations. This is Paul speaking to the church at Corinth. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, to hold him back, to trip him up if you will, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me, that it might go away. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me? Imagine making the statement as Paul, the same man that in the ninth chapter of the book of Acts, he came to Ananias and uh, Ananias uh, was sent uh, to Paul, the, then at the time uh, Saul undergoing his conversion to Paul, uh, to become who would write much of the uh, New Testament, the epistles, and, and all of uh, different portions of the New Testament. Uh, Ananias was sent to be the one that God used in order to help Paul receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and to have the scales removed from his eyes and from his, to his sight uh, that had happened when he was blinded on the road to Damascus. He had to be led to Ananias by his servants and by those that were with him. But he came and God's desire was for him to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost and for his sight to be fully recovered oh if paul could have understood the transition the change that was taking place even in that moment when he didn't see it in him, in himself maybe ananias i mean i i've i've got to place myself in the situation uh saul was the very one that cursed and, and beat and killed and 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 had killed people that were propagating the gospel of Jesus Christ before this moment before he was blinded or struck blind or the scales were put over his eyes and on the road to Damascus and and, and here he comes to Ananias he's led to him by his servants or those that were with him could you imagine the feelings that Ananias was feeling Ananias was dealing with the echoes of the past. Ananias was dealing with this man that killed and had Stephen martyred and stoned to death. He was the same man that gave his cloak of approval for the stoning of Stephen, one who God used mightily in his day and many others that's blood was on Saul's hands, or now known as Paul, he sought the Lord thrice, three times. God, I can imagine him saying, "God, please remove this storm from my flesh." God, I'm I'm out of my past and and I'm I'm in the present and I'm pushing towards the future. Paul, the same guy that makes the statement in scripture, I press forward to the mark of the high calling, forgetting that which is behind. Imagine the same man, he sought God thrice. Three times he sought Him to let the thorn in his flesh, the thorn in his side, to let it go from him and and to flee from him and to go away. But no, Paul came to realize this was his reminder. This was what was there to keep him humble. This was put there. The echoes of his past were put there to be his reminder and his strength rather than his weakness. Oh, friend, if we could understand the failures of our past are not there so that we can revel in them and be struck down or destroyed or distraught. But what we experienced in the past is meant to be the building blocks for our today and for our tomorrow. You see, our mistakes are made to keep us humble. It's made to strengthen us to know that we can carry on when we're weak. He says most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. I'll deal with it. I'll take it. I'll endure it that the power of Christ may rest upon me. What What an amazing statement that is. I'll endure it, God. All that your power may rest upon me. What will you endure? What will you carry with you? What will you bear? What will you move forward with? Knowing that through that very thing, the power of Christ may rest upon you. I don't know what you're facing today. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know how loud the echoes of your past have gotten. Maybe you're like Ananias. Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's involving somebody else. Or maybe you're in the position where then Saul, who became Paul and later dealt with those situations and those feelings and all the things that took place in his past. Satan wanted to use it to buffet him, to hold him back to be a, a force field, if you will. And, and, and my mind goes to the Avengers or the superhero movies, right? Those barriers that they can put around them, those force fields, if you will, of protection. That's what Satan desires to do, to buffet you, to hold you back, to hold you in, to not allow you in or to allow you out. But God means it, that his power might increase in you. And that his power may truly rest upon you. I pray that you're encouraged tonight. And if you're dealing with the echoes from the past. Let the promises of your tomorrow. And the successes. And what you've accomplished today. Allow them to be so much louder in your life. Than those echoes of the past. Be encouraged tonight. And I pray this blesses you. Let me end with prayer tonight. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray that you'd encourage every person listening to this podcast. Lord, I pray that as the echoes of the past grow louder, Lord, I pray that you'd silence that voice, God. Lord, and if it, even if it grows stronger, God, I pray that you'd use that, God, as an empowering tool, a mechanism to tap into the power of your spirit, God. That your spirit and your power may rest upon them, God. Lord, that it may overpower anything that the enemy of their soul may throw or put against them, God. Whatever the thorn in their flesh may be, whatever the echoes of the past may be, Lord, that they may be overcomers, God. Lord, we're more than conquerors to the pulling down of every stronghold, God because of your spirit, because of the strength that only comes from you, God. Give strength to all those that need it tonight, God. Lift up the head that hangs down. Lift up the hands that hang down, God. Revive, God. Encourage, God. Lord, help those that are listening tonight, God, to be strengthened in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you once again for listening to Holy Nuggets, the only nuggets that truly lighten your load. God bless you.